Okay, let's start the chapter. Okay, chapter 14, project management, business value, and managing change. In this chapter, we will be, after reading, we'll be able to answer what are the objective of project management and why it is so essential in developing information. What methods can be used for selecting and evaluating information system project and aligning them with the firm's business goal? How can a firm assess the value of a business, the business value of an information system project? What are the principal risk factors in the information system project? And what strategies are useful for managing a project risk and the system implementation? <clears throat> Just to let you know, the runaway project, 32% to 40% in IT project, we spoke about it in early classes. They are exceed the schedule or the budget, fail to perform as specified. Each project made of three things, uh, scope, time, and budget. So they might be exceeding the time, exceeding the budget, or not meeting the scope. The types of system failure is like a fail to capture essential business requirement, fail to provide organizational benefit, complicated, poorly organized user interface, and inaccurate or inconsistent data. Now, the consequences of poor project management. The poor project management costs overruns, time slippage, technical shortfall, impairing performance, failure to, uh, to obtain the anticipated benefit. Without a proper management, a system development project takes longer to complete and most often exceed the allocated budget. The resulting information system most likely is a technical inferior and may not be able to demonstrate any benefit to the organization. Project management is activities include planning work, assessing risk, estimating resource required, organizing the work, assigning tasks, controlling the project execution, reporting uh, pro progress, analyzing. And we will be talking more details about project management. But here they're explaining that the five major variables is the scope, time, cost, quality, and risk. But actually the, the main ones is the scope, time, and cost. The management structures of information system has a hierarchy in a large firms. Uh, corporate strategy planning group like a responsible for a firm strategic plan, uh, information system steering committees, 
uh, review and approve the plans for the system in all divisions, project management group responsible for overseeing specific project, project team responsible of individual system project. So they are made of kind of a corporate a strategic planning group. Then comes in under that is the what you call information systems steering committees. And then under the information systems steering committees, there is a project management group. And then you have the a project team under them. So the way you look at it is uh, like a you know a pyramid, senior project, senior management, middle management, and operation management, and and the corporate strategic planning group. Then you have the IS steering committee, and then you have the project management, and then you have the project team. Now the information system plan. <sighs> Identify system project that will deliver most of the business value. Link development to business plan. We will see one business plan later on. The roadmap indicating the direction of the system development, including the purpose of the plan, the strategic plan, business plan rationals, the current system, the situation we're looking at, the new development to consider, we probably need to know the management strategy, implementation plan, and the budget. These are all should be included in the roadmap uh, in the system development. Here's a sample of information system plan. It could be made of uh, seven issues, main issues like purpose of the plan, um, the strategic, business plan rational, the current system that we have, the new development, the management strategy, and the uh, implementation plan, and the budget requirement. This is all can be done as a business plan uh, submitted to the management to be approved. Now the information requirement key performance indicator or KPI. KPI. In order to plan effectively, firm needs to inventory, um, sorry, <coughs> inventory and document the existing software, hardware, and system. They need to know what do they have to do a gap analysis to develop an effective information system plan. And we spoke about it earlier, uh, previous slide. Uh, organizations must have a clear understanding of both the long-term and the short-term information requirement. There should be set up for the strategic analysis goals and bench, like a key KPI or key performance indicators. Seize the information requirement as determined by smaller number or small number of KPIs. For example, an auto industry KPI might include the production and labor costs. Now, when we wanna do a project or we wanna do a system, uh, we, look, uh, we look at the portfolio. And if the project risk 
is high and the potential benefit from it is also high. That's in all in general in a project. Then we have a cautiously examine this thing and see if it's working. And if it's a high and a low, identify and develop because there's a high benefit and low risk, just identify and develop. But if it's a high risk and a low benefit, then you need to avoid it. And if they both are, you know, uh, low, then it's a pro routine project because there is not much risk involved in it. It doesn't take and doesn't have that much benefit also. So the company should examine their portfolio of project in the term of potential benefit and likely crisis or, risk or risks. Certain kinds of projects should be avoided altogether and other develop rapidly. And there is no ideal mix. Company in different industry have a different profile. <clears throat> now, the, to do this scoring method, you have to convert it to a scoring method used to evaluate the alternative system project, especially when many criteria exist. Assessing weight uh, to various features of the system and calculate the weight totally. Total. We did this uh, exercise talking about uh, how the technology evaluation center or Gartner does that in selecting a software. Now in implementing, we, we can do the same thing. Now, um, this is how it's done is you put the criteria, you put the weight on it, how much is important, say from one or zero to five or four. And then you calculate the percentage uh, of the system each features of it. And then you do the, you know, uh, the ERP system, a score, how much does it scores uh, compared to the B, compared to the current system that have. We can go over it again during the class. Now, the information system cost and benefit, there is a tangible and there is an intangible. The tangible benefit can be quantified and, the, and assigned monetary values. Also the system that displays labor and save space, for example. The intangible part of it is that we cannot, cannot be immediately qualified but may lead to a quantifiable, uh, we cannot be immediately, sorry, quantified, but might lead to a quantifiable gain in the long term. Like, you know, efficient customer service, enhance the decision-making, and the system that influence the decision-making, you know, is like a, ESS, DSS, collaborative work system. We spoke about them earlier. Now, um, when we speak about the cost, there is issues that we look at it is the hardware, the telecommunication, the software, the services, the personnel. There is a way of doing a total cost of ownership need to be calculated. Then we look at the cost saving is like the tangible benefit. And then we're looking at the intangible benefit, which is cannot be quantified immediately. 
like for example, higher client satisfaction, more information, more timely information. These are intangible benefits. So the in the capital budgeting and for the information system, when we are budgeting the system, we measure the value of investing in a long-term capital investment project. Rely on a major the firm like a cash outflow, expenditure for hardware, software, labors, cash inflow like increased sales and cost. That's how we do a total cost of ownership. There are a various capital budgeting model used for the IT project, payback method, return on investment, MPV, and IRR. We can speak about return on investment or MPV or total cost of benefit, which is not listed. Now, real options pricing model. It can be used when a future revenue streams of IT project are uncertain and upfront costs are high. Use concept of option valuation borrowed from the financial industries gives the managers flexibility to stage the IT investment or test the water with a smaller pilot project or prototype to gain more knowledge about the risk before investing it in time. So on a smaller scale, you try this and see how it works, what's the benefit, the management, first they try it and then they go with a bigger, if it's, if it's uh, beneficial. And also uh, do not take into account the social and organizational decision dimension that may affect the cost and benefits. So these are not quantifiable, so we cannot take them into consideration. Apologize. Okay. The level of project risk influence by. So one of the things that causing the failing, the risk, that size of the risk is influenced by the project size indicated by maybe time, cost, number of organization units affected. Organization complexity, also an issue, a project structure, we can talk the uh, implementation of IDB, the complexities there, the project structure, structure define, uh, define requirement, run rule risk, and experience with the technology. The change management and the concept of the implementation, it's required for a successful system building. A new information system have a powerful behavior and organizational impact. Change in how information is used often lead to new distributions of authority and power. Internal organization change breeds resistance and opposition. Do have a quote. 
the concept of implementation. Implementation about all organizational activity working toward adoption, management, and routinization of an innovation. In the change agent, one role of system analyst is redefining the configuration, the interaction, and the job. The workflow, who's supposed to contact who, the, the configurations of jobs, all these things, activities, job activities, and power relationships of organization group. It's a catalyst for entire change process and usually under the responsibility of BA. Responsible for ensuring uh, BA analysis, responsible for ensuring that all parties involved accept the change created by new system. Here comes in the role of end users. With the high level of users involvement, you want to make sure that the system more likely to conform to requirement. Users are more likely to accept the system. Otherwise, they will sabotage it or refuse to use it. User designers communicate gap. It's a different background, interests, and priorities. These are the users have a different background, have a different interest might be, and priority different loyalties, priorities, vocabularies. They might have a different concern regarding the new system. Some of them were welcoming, some of them were cautious, some of them rejected. So the table, the, the user designer communication cap, usually, you know, there is some kind of a gap between the designers and user concern. And the user concern, what he's concerned, will the system deliver the information we need for our work? On the other hand, the designer, what is concerned is what demand will this system put on our servers? The user will say, can we access the data on our iPhone, Blackberry or whatever, tab tablets and PCs? The designer, what he's thinking, he said, what kind of programming demand will this place on our group? On the other hand, the concerns, the, the user concerns is what a new procedure do we need to enter the data into the system how will the operation of the system change the employee's daily routine, the processes? The designer thinking is where will the data be stored? What is the most efficient way to store them? What technique should we use to secure the data? So somebody, the BA is someone who balancing, the business analyst is balancing or creating a bridge between the designers and the users. Now, one of, we don't forget that, we need the management support and commitment. The positive perception, perception by both users and the technical staff 
needed there to ensure sufficient funding and resources is coming from the management needed. Enforcement of required organizational change. The management should enforce that, the organizational change. Now, how we control the risk factors is the first step in managing a project. Risk involved in identifying the nature and the level of a project, risk of project. Each project can be uh, can then be managed with the tools and risk management approach geared toward the level of the risk. We spoke about the risk and how to divide the objective, the subjective, and the holistic. When you do that properly in the beginning, then you rest, the risk will be lowering when it comes to the implementation. Now, how to manage the technical complexities is the first that you, there is an internal integration tools. You need to look at it. it is the project leaders with the technical and administrative experience. Not anybody can be a project leader. They have to be a very good in communication, very good in administration, very good in technical. Highly experienced team members, frequent team meeting, and securing of technical experience outside the firm if it's necessary. So these are all things that might be, you know, uh, lowering the risk if you are doing it and have a good qualified uh, uh, employees to do that. So you need to build a plan. Then the plan is the formal planning or control panel. Usually we spoke, we speak more detailed in supply chain management and operation, but here we will touch on it. The Gantt chart, which is mostly used by the project manager, they use it a lot. Um, so, and there is a certain application that you can utilize. One is by Microsoft, one is by Oracle. It depends on the size of the project, how you do the project. And that is what you call the PERT charts. This is the Gantt chart. It is about telling you when you start uh, each, each part of it and what time you finish. Is there is a dependence on it or not, for example with a date and everything. A project management application in Microsoft is really well, well is good to define these things for you. Now, that's the PERT one. The PERT one is they use, they use a different style, which is, you know, they say, for example, here, design the website, write the HTML, finalize the code and test, but these are one road, but to finalize the test, what you need first, you need to design the website and write it and also create artwork. And then when you do a finalizing, you have to put this work with it. And then to finalize the code, you go there, but you still have selecting the hosting service to test it. And it tells you how many days taken when you start, when you finish it. 
This is the simplified per chart for creating a small website. It shows the order of the project task and the relationship of the task proceeding for the success. And usually um, this is also used in the agility. The first one mostly used also in the waterfall uh, project management. Now, the issue that we need to increase the user's involvement and overcoming the user resistance. And we spoke how we do that in the earlier chapters, chapter one and chapter two. The, in, the external integration tool consists of ways to link work of implementation team to the users at all organization level. Active involvement of users implementation teams responsiveness to users address the contemplations through a deliberate attempt to throw uh, implementation uh, organizational factor in system planning and implementation we need to do employee participation and involvement. We got to do some job design, make sure that the standard and performance is monitoring, including the equipment, user's interface, and the work environment, employee grievance resolution procedures, if they're complaining about you taking their time, if there is a, issues of health and safety, and most and most important thing also you look at the government regulation compliance now issues that we help us to you know uh, overcome the user resistance is the user participation then it's also the user education and training management, etiquette and pol policies, incentive for cooperation, improve of end user interface, resolution of organizational problems, period to introduction of the new system. You don't want to have the system going live and you're facing problems in that. Information system project must address ways in which organization change with the new system. The procedures of these changes, you need to address them. The job functionalities, the job function, you look at them, they might reallocate it, add it, subtract it. Organizational structure might be moving around, changing the power relationships and the work structures. Interaction of people and machine in a work environment. We have to look at it. We have to see the, how we design of jobs. If there is a health issue, if there is a special end user interface or a regular user interface. Excuse me. I told you I have a cold. Tools that use for the project management. They can automate many aspects of project management, especially uh, like uh, these two, one, one is belong to Oracle, 
for the mid size to large size and one belong to uh, off, uh, windows, which is for a smaller to mid size. Caliber for it helps you to defining, ordering, editing tasks, assisting resources to task and tracking progress. Now there is a sample here. We look at it as we said. It's a sample of project plan. The objectives have to be clear. The role and responsibility has to be clear. We saw this sample is if we want to do, we, there is a certain objective, certain task has to be done within certain month. So in the beginning, you have some kind of kickoff meeting, you, you appoint who you're supposed to meet, then you, the second you do a research and studies analysis, and then you do evaluation, and then do you a selection uh, for software. Now, and this can be apl applicable for each module or each stage. But using the, um, the waterfall or the project management can be done on a very uh, a deep analysis like what we see here. It's basically each project management is made of uh, five phases. In the phase one, what we do, we do the definition, which is we do a plan organization, set up business and project objective. We do a plan, the infrastructures and the hardware setup. We gather the business requirement through the business analysis person. Through um, We do a data consolidation if it's necessary, data migration. We identify the gap. We finalize the business processes uh, and customer review and feedback that if he's a customer or within the organization and acceptance for the scope. This is an extra over what you learned in the book. The output for the phase one is basically you do a scoping document gap and project plan with a business plan. When you're done with this, then you go with the pre-implementation. Uh, some of these might you take it to the second stage, but let's say in the pre-implementation, you build the solution component, you design the final solution architecture, how it's connected to the other application, to the database, the solution moves to development and start produced and the solution moves to the QA. You finalizing the user's acceptance to the case UTA, you do it on a PowerPoint or you do it in a hyperlinks things and you show it to the users. This is how you like it. This is how it's supposed to be done. He has to approve it. Then you start so, uh, testing the solution integrity. Yeah, whether it, there is uh, problems with the data, does not, you know, take the data exactly or fit it. You finalize, get ready plan. You you do a finalized roll out a plan. You finalize the training uh, plan. You do a, a plan for the implementation. These are all responsibility of a project manager that comes out, you know, 
from his team, the project group. The output would be a configuration document, the user acceptance test uh, preparations, and the final uh, uh, PIP plan. Now, uh, in the third phase, we'll start the implementation. We're not going to go through all the details, but in the project plan, there is an implementation. There is a going operation in phase five, uh, four, uh, going operating and going live. And there is always uh, post-implementation. And don't forget, one of the main goal of a project manager is to sign out a project documentation, get this document, sign out that he has delivered. So the complete project, the closed project, the extensive, if it's needs uh, support, measure the objective analysis and uh, audit and make the future. But most important, get a sign off from the management saying that he has delivered the thing. A project manager, he has to simplify the implementation, minimizing the risk, prove in the process and have a, create a flexible approach. This is the end of the chapter of project management, business value and management. Thank you.